Welcome to Real Talk with Rio and Murph, the most niche podcast on the internet. This week's sponsor is Voting. Election day is over, so let's get ready to talk about the results. All right, special episode this week as we're talking about the draft round and what's been going on so far. Um, Murph, would you like to do the honors and, and introduce our guest? You bet. We've got a packed house here today. You know, it's a real animal house. We've got... Uh... Eric joining us. We've got Freeze joining us. We've got Mriz joining us. Some of you may might know him as Sands. And then we've got Rush joining us. So I think uh, today what we're going to do format-wise is we're just going to be more centered on the draft, right, and announce the team captains. And uh, we'll talk about the vetoes. We'll talk about uh, the draft. Uh, selection process how we're going to do that and then we might even do some draft picks we'll have to see so if you're not too busy there freeze we'll just introduce you here and if you can just talk about uh how the voting went and if you could release the draft captains that'd be awesome okay thank you for having me back yet again so it, uh, i know everybody was real anxious of course to get this thing underway Voting went pretty well. Eric came up with a really good way that we could get voting done through this uh, Google Forms. And it worked out really well for us, actually. The top two, just get right into it, kind of took off from the beginning. And as you know, your first captain is you, Murph. And second is going to be Rio. Let's see. I can give y'all vote counts if you would like. So Murph overall was 33. Rio got 31. Our third captain is going to be Miz. Or Sands, as some as you know. With 24 votes. Followed closely by Worst and Rush. Both had 23 votes apiece. And Eric, way on down the list down there, with 19. Followed by P-Brain at 15. And to round us off, we have three with 15. That's going to be your eight captains that we have. So uh, as you know, we're going to, everybody's going to have a veto all the captains are. It seems like we're not going to use the vetoes for the first round. Too much chaos. Eric put together a lot of nice stuff here. I don't want to take it from him and talk about all the and everything that he put together. So I will let him do all of that from there. We are going to keep signups open until I'm assuming we're going to do the draft next weekend. And how did you guys uh, decide to do the draft order? Eric, you want to touch on that? Yeah. So the draft order, obviously, I mean, there's a lot of different ways you can come up with it. What I kind of like is uh, rewarding people 
at the top of the list who received the most votes by letting them select which draft position they want. Because there are some people that like to be at the top. There's some people that like to be at the bottom. Um, and I just wanted to afford the the higher vote getters that opportunity instead of forcing you know them into a certain particular hole. Um, and I just realized how dirty all that sounded. So sorry. Um, <laughs> So with that, I went through Murph obviously received the most votes, so we'll have to hear that forever. Um, but I can get into the order that everybody picked if, if you want me to unveil that. Yeah, might as well do that. Sure. So Murph, with his, with his uh, most votes, decided he was going to pick first. Um, Rio, being the civil servant that he is, and always putting himself down, decided to draft eight. Um, worst is going to be drafting second. Rush will be third. P-Brain's going to be drafting fourth. Toothy, fifth. Myself, sixth. And uh, Marissa's got the seventh pick. So really what you're saying is Mariz has the luckiest pick. Well, he has the luckiest pick. But uh, all of his draftees are the unlucky ones. Oh, that's a shot at Mariz right there. Mariz, do you have any response to that? I, I just rejoined. I'm at the grocery store. So all I heard is I have the luckiest pick. Thanks, folks. Well, while Mariz is shopping for his uh, creamer for his coffee in the morning, uh, Eric's took a took a shot at him for having pick number seven, and whoever is going to be joined. On Mariz's team seems to be rather unlucky for some reason. Got to start the, the smack talk early, I guess. Hey, we've got to do something to keep ourselves interested right now. And yeah, I think uh, I'm all aboard for doing the draft next week, right? So that's about seven days or so. Um, and really, if we're going to be doing that, right, like you probably should uh, make your first round picks today to, you know, get the wheels turning a little bit, get the grease out there. I know I'm going to be making my pick today. I don't want to put any pressure on anybody else, right? Because we all know in bubble wrap society today that, you know, pressure can turn people away, right? So I certainly don't want to do that. No. I don't get any drum rolls, nothing special. No French horns? No. All right, with the first overall pick in the second ever Dominion Draft, Team Murph selects Rory. Rory, good choice. So uh, what's your thinking behind that? Honestly, he's just one of the most consistent players I've ever seen. You know, it's just like you can bank on this guy, and it's just like he's money. You know, whatever he wants to do, it's just a money strategy, right? So I've never actually played with him before, uh, but I'm excited to kind of see what kind of ideas he has and what he can bring to the table as a, as a communicator and as a team member. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I don't think there'll be uh, many complaints about, about that choice. And uh, we can also announce Wurstmeyer's pick. Hang on a second. Vorsch deserves a he deserves a drum roll. 
Oh, he, he gets the drum roll, right? I just get dead silence in the middle of the night here. Okay, so with Wurstmeyer's first overall, or I guess his uh, first round pick, he will select Gothia. Yeah, no surprise. Did he give much reason uh, behind that? He said something about German efficiency. Well, Wurst is is German, but Gothia is Swedish. Oh, okay. So maybe he's just efficient with his picks. And so who's picking third? Is that Rush? Uh, I believe I'm picking third, yeah. Yeah, so I guess you don't have to announce or whatever if you don't want to, but I guess it's on you for for what you want to do. Uh, Well, it seems like we're we're going through the pick process anyway, so I mean, I'm happy to announce mine. I only started thinking about who to draft just before this podcast started. Um, can you can you just tell us kind of like what what's going on in your like I know it's like a blitz pick here, but what's kind of like going into the process for your pick? Like what are you kind of looking for, and and what are you hoping to get out of it? Um, probably the same sort of criteria everybody else is looking for, which is like a really consistent, good player. Um, strong results over multiple rounds and probably competent and fast attacking. Um, so I'm kind of torn between two, uh, but I've played with one of them before. So in the interest of doing something new for the draft, I'm going to pick the one that I've never played with before. And that is going to be... Drum roll, please. Boom! J-Boy. J-Boy! Yeah, I think uh, J-Boy's up there with, with some of the best players. Um, I think he's a really strong uh, candidate for being a first-round pick, so I'm quite happy to take him off the roster and steal him for my team. And I can I can speak to that, uh, playing with J-Boy in the last draft round. I thought he was awesome. You know, like, great communicator, great team guy. Um, you know, he's going to, it's good. There might be a time zone issue, right? Cause he's based on the Philippines, but other than that small hiccup, right? He's going to be there. He's, he's willing to play for the team and he's got great, uh, strategies and he's willing to collaborate with whatever you want to do as an overall leader. Right. So he'll back you hundred percent. Great. Sounds fantastic. Uh, and I'm used to the time zone sort of issues living in Scotland. I have time zone issues every round, so that's not really a hurdle for me. So it's time zone issues and not just Scotland issues? Well, yeah, it's it's time zone issues. I'm, I'm used to getting up in the middle of the night to coordinate with Americans if I absolutely have to. And uh, Joe is currently selecting in the fourth position, right? Yes. Okay. He is making his first round pick as we speak. So, with the fourth selection in the first round, Joe selects Virtue. That's awesome. That's a good pick. I don't know much about Virtue. Does anybody here know much about Virch? I've never played with him. No, again, yeah, I've never played with him. He's part of the uh, kind of like fairly tight crew with uh, 
with Robert with RVV, uh, Virtue, Muller. Uh, I, I can't remember the, the other the fourth or fifth, but those guys seem to play together a whole bunch in all of their kind of like the, the, the big finishing rounds. So I think solid pick. And I can say that uh, so Joe's reasoning behind the pick is he hopes that he can get together and put together a really good plan going forward. And Joe says he's sorry he can't be here. He's at a D&D event. I've never been to a D&D event, but they sound pretty dang cool. Would you, do you guys think you'd wear like a costume to a D&D event? Or just bring like a really no. big stick? You would not yeah, wear a costume. I reckon he's got a robe on right now and a big, big wizard hat. He's probably throwing lightning bolts around. Definitely. And so who do we have in the fifth spot? Uh, Toothy's next. Okay, so I have Toothy's pick. Toothy will be selecting in the first round here one of our favorite uh, commentators of all time, the snowflake melter himself, Dan the Man. He does love to melt a good snowflake. He says it's all about the lips, I think, right? <laughs> I think that means it comes to me next. And I was—I did not come on here prepared for this. <laughs> well, you can take your time. I mean, we can talk about Dan the Man and some other stuff if you want, just to give yourself some more time. There's no rush. Actually, I think, uh, I think I've got somebody. I'm a little concerned because when he signed up, it listed high slash medium for activities, so I'll have to harass him into being more active. Um, but I think I'll go with Bobo. Well, that's a great pick. I mean, I've played with Bobo for so long that, you know, I can't say good enough things about the guy, you know. Honestly, top echelon fast attacker, right? And if that's what you want, you got that, right? Bobo was the pick I was touring over. I didn't want to mention it at the time in case I influenced anybody, but uh, he's he's fantastic. Um, I think Rio once described his attacking style as swashbuckling, which I thought was a fantastic way of describing him. Yeah, I think we'll just have a really fun first couple weeks, and then, uh, I don't know, probably all abandon after that. But it should be good to start. Yeah, I'm almost surprised that he uh, he lasted that long, that long. You know, he's two time round winner. Um, I think it was definitely always going to go in the first round, even uh, even if he says his activity level is not going to be um, guaranteed. But we know that if he's doing well, he can log in like twenty four hours like twenty four hours a day for weeks and weeks and weeks, and then just uh, crash at the end of the uh, end of the round. Yeah, if he's a fast attacker and he's doing well, he's a machine. You know, he's like the Terminator, right? Like that guy can just not sleep and just go. So I guess that leads us to the man in the grocery store with the seventh overall pick. Riz, can you hear us? I guess you can't. Yeah, right. Hey, we're back. Uh, picking Alex. Alex Jones. Keeping it in-house with the Alex Jones pick. I don't really know much about him. Can you kind of like tell us uh, a little bit about Alex and, and why you chose him so high. Alex was great. Team player, do whatever it takes, understands the game, understands the way I like to play, the way we like to play. 
it's uh, going to be great to keep that keep that going. All right, so I guess that leads us to Lonely the Only himself, Rio, with the last pick of the first round. I don't know what you want to do, Rio, but uh, it's up to you. Yeah, so I, I really was planning on, uh, on sitting on this for uh, for a little while. I've been, I've been kind of like scanning through. There's a lot of good options here, you know. There's still, uh, there's still a couple former round winners to uh, to go with um, right now. Is uh, well, if, if you count exploring for a win as a round win, Zedija is uh, definitely there. And I used to play with him a few times in the in the old version. So like Zeddy and uh, Evetza, I think still on the board as well. But he was my first pick in the last draft round. So. Um, how did that go for you last round with him so I think I kind of like I let him down I think um, because I figured in a draft round with like a spread of abilities fast attacking wasn't going to be the way um, but he still went for it and, and we kind of we gave him up support but we had no attacking support whatsoever so he, he just got completely like steamrolled by uh, by, by Marais and, and the crew that round so I feel like I let him down a little bit there However, looking through this, I think in the interest of doing something different and playing with someone that I've never played with before, my pick is going to be Fett. Oh, jeez, oh, eh? I, uh, I guess I've probably packed him the most out of anybody. And I can tell you... He's just a gem. You know what I mean? Like, he's he's there when you need him to be. If you ever have any strategies or sims you want to run by him, he's great with the mathematics and analytical side of the game, right? And he's just a good person to talk to, right? Like, he's, you know, he'll surprise you with a joke or something, and you just get everybody laughing, right? So he's just great for the social end of things, too. Yeah, sorry, he's an all-around good guy. And then I guess the other bonus that I have is uh, pretty much every single round, uh, there's some minor bug or code fix that just needs going in. So uh, it'd be nice not having to give away my location when I complain about something. How often do you complain about something? I, I average probably more than once a round. <laughs> So, Freeze, uh, do you want to give us a little uh, analysis as a commentator here on what you think of, of everything that's, that's happened here in the first round? Uh, no, not too much. Any big surprises, really. Nothing that's like, oh, wow, you reached for that person early. But I guess we'll see as more rounds play out on the draft. We'll see how... Uh, Surprising or not surprising it is. I'm interested to see how many people try to go with a block strategy during a draft round. Well, I promised in the last pod that uh, my team would be declaring war uh, in the first hour of the draft round next round. And I'm a man of my promises. Well, if that's the case... Uh, it'll be interesting to see. There's nothing we could really uh, speculate. It's only first-round picks, so we're not really sure yet where everybody's leaning. Everybody pretty much went with standard 
some of the better people at the game. So we'll have to just see how it plays out, like I've been saying. As long as I don't get picked by Eric, it's okay. I don't really care how we do this. Oh, yeah, there was a zero oh. percent chance that was going to happen. Thank God for that. I'm just praying somebody would veto if it does happen. So as a follow-up to that, how do you think the vetoes are going to look in the second, third round? Uh, can I, I'll shoot that over to Rush first, and then, Eric, if you want to follow up. Um, well, it depends who picks Freeze, I suppose. That's when all the vetoes are going to come in. I think uh, we'll probably see quite a lot in the, the second and third round, because <clears throat> um, that's where you're really going to be developing your the spear point of your strategy, I think. So there'll probably be some other fast attackers in the mix that get vetoed. Uh, maybe a strong converter, something like that. That would be my guess. I'll be very surprised if there are any videos left in the fourth round. I hadn't really even thought about the whole veto thing much. I'm, I'm now, I'm concerned. I'm really concerned. <laughs> Have you guys got any? particular person that you absolutely will veto to try and snipe in mind already. See, I'm just I've looking got at a, a few, I guess. I think there's quite a few, like, similarly skilled players left available. I'd, I'd say it's probably a good chunk of people, so uh, I'm not sure even if... Um, if vetoes will be used up in the second round or whether people are going to hang on to them, you know, in the, in the third round, if there's somebody that, you know, they maybe hope would go under the radar a little bit. I think the big thing is, are you going to try to veto to get your person? Or are you going to veto to stop someone else from getting their person? I believe that's what you really have to look at with the vetoes. Are you trying to help yourself or hurt someone else? Exactly. Well, yeah, a good point. Whether you would, uh, I guess you'd do it to help yourself if you're kind of like the next one to pick and somebody right before you is going to like gone for someone. Um, otherwise, yeah, you, you really are probably just blocking um, somebody else. But then also like the next step of that is hoping that uh, the person that you're, you know, if let's say you picking first at the, the, the round, right? I've got two picks behind you and you go and pick, I don't know. You pick freeze, and I've decided I gotta have him, so I block it. There's nothing Better stopping not. you then from blocking freeze on my pick, right? I mean, it's like a revenge block. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But do you want to? Do you want to waste your veto on a revenge though? I mean, that's it can be pretty powerful in the right spot. I really wish we had uh, put the time zones when we had people sign up. As I'm looking yeah. through this list, and there's a lot of people like I, I don't know who they are. I'm guessing based on the names that they're you know Europe or or somewhere else. And I'm I'm a big time zone kind of guy, so not knowing. I mean, I've played what I think about six rounds of Open Dominion now. So there's a whole bunch of people I've never played with, and I just I have no idea where they're based out of. And uh, I've had a lot of challenges in the past on people in different areas being available for ops and whatnot. So I I think we screwed up there a little bit. Yeah, I think we should have put times on that as well. 
And Mariz, what are your thoughts on the veto? Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if anyone uses it and how it can be. Like, do you have a particular person in mind that you would want to veto at this point already or no? No, I found out I was a captain about two hours ago, so I haven't put any thought into things yet. Because I know for me, I already have somebody in mind that I would veto. Oh, let's hear it then. Anybody who takes my boy AGFX, that's getting an instant veto. Well, you only got one of them, so make it count. You and I might be playing veto tennis then, Murph. (laughs) It's the only kind of tennis he likes. We all know you just want him so you can voice chat with him all around. (laughs) So is there anything else we should uh, touch on here, or uh, should we just keep this one nice and short and put a button in it? It all depends on if you want to talk about the current round or if there's anything to talk about in the current round. Well, I think from my perspective, so I'm in the middle of getting black off to all hail here. Um, there's not much I can do left in this round except for just like, you know, drag it out for myself, I guess. And uh, from what I see, it's going to be a race between Realm 5 and Swearwolf and kind of see what happens there. You know, if it's a two-on-one situation, could get pretty interesting. But it's a difference of what, 2,000 acres at the, at the moment? Yeah, so I think it's just uh, fifteen hundred acres between uh, between between them all. But they've also got the explorer in between. So you know, if nothing happens and and they lock each other down, then the explorer can always kind of come through and uh, and sneak the win. So that always kind of plays into it. Um, I do think it's it's probably worth touching on just to say you know it's, it still looks like it's open, especially in a two for one situation. Um, you wonder whether the guys are worried about people below them coming up, but. I know when we've been in two-on-one situations uh, in the past where we've been behind somebody um, ahead, there's always that potential to kind of like uh, take them out, you know, whether you bait a send and, uh, and then use the other person to either suicide or, or to take down or do like a hit exchange. You know, many rounds ago, I think around 22, when Murph, you were kind of like in a strong position and, and Avetsa was in a strong position. We had Gothier and, and Omen do the the one two on both of you guys from slightly weaker positions so it's definitely uh definitely still to play for so it'll be interesting what happens in the next whatever it is 10 days or so and that reminds me oh man tis not in the draft right no i don't think so like so he could be a late round sign up um last draft round he didn't sign up he just random so uh, he might be doing that again or we might decide to step in towards the end um He's definitely, you know, should be, a, if he does join, he should be a, a, an early round pick um, just because his knowledge is, is so good in the game. Yes, it is. So I guess, Freeze, when are you planning on locking up the draft so that nobody else can enter here? Like what, because uh, if we're going to do the, the pod around this time next week, when is the a good day time? before we do the next pod? I'm going to run it as long as possible to give everybody a chance to, to figure out if they want to or not. So uh, so next Friday, essentially? Correct. I believe, I believe that'd be a safe bet. And how many picks are we going to make here? Is it somewhere between eight and nine? Is that kind of where we're at? Right. Yeah, we're going to be eight, and some people are going to be just a few over as it stands right now. Again, if more people sign up, then we'd go to nine, obviously. 
I think it's 65 or 66 right now. Isn't that right, Eric? Yeah. So right now, I think we've got eight teams of eight and then one or two uh, that'll be on the team of nine. Okay. Yeah. So that's going to be a pretty big. I think what what were we last round uh, for the draft round, Rio? Do you remember how many we had? Was it seven or eight? I feel like it was close to that number. I think it was the same again. Um, most had eight with a few people um, on nine. Um, I, I think it was some of the kind of like the lesser known people, like some of the brand new people were, were kind of added on at the end. Um, so I think it was either eight or nine. But I think that one, what, we only had five captains, right? Yeah, sounds right. Um, yeah, I think actually we, we maybe even all had nine in that round. Um, so I remember I didn't get a pick at the end. Um, it was just the last person available um, was added to my team. Yeah, so that's going to be a solid squad, you know, between eight and nine. You can't go wrong. I'm sorry. I was going to ask, is, are we gonna, is that going to be the full team, or are we going to put some randoms in there with them as well? So I imagine, so So the last time around, um, you know, obviously people were still going to go with their, their four or five packs anyway. So there would be like a different spread of um, realms that, around and and they were it's kind of topped up um i think once they kind of like the other regular round assignment i guess we've not really kind of touched on that whether that's gonna still be a thing um it was a big kind of talking point last time whether um whether people will just be able to still stick with their regular rounds and uh, or regular packs sorry which I, I guess isn't much of an issue um so i assume that's going to be the case again we do find as well that the or at least what happened last time is the pack of nine sounds um, pretty good, but it ends up being kind of fairly equivalent to what you would normally find in just realm assignment anyway, just because there's such a, a kind of a spread of um, kind of like experience within the draft anyway. So, so each, each pack's probably going to have two or three kind of um, either round winners or people who kind of come close to winning round before, or like with, with lots of experience. Um, and then you might get a mix of kind of like up and coming players who, um, who just haven't, necessarily played with the top players enough uh, who could do well and then you might get some brand new players or, um, or people who are kind of more casual who uh, who just uh, a little bit more fun to the balance and that's what I think of when I think of the draft round is just you know having the most amount of fun with it as possible right yeah big time I, I kind of consider a draft round it's almost like a test round just ex like extended for the full round and, and the test rounds are so much fun because it's just you never know what's going to happen wars can go like get fling around black ops can happen from anywhere you, you usually get people doing funky strats that they might not normally play so i'm uh i'm really hopeful that the next round is going to be a lot of fun uh, and it's always good to play with like different people and, uh, and to get the, the, the new mix get to know some others as well and also there's a couple other points i wanted to touch on here uh, and this is for Freeze and Eric. Uh, do you guys know if it's just going to be unique races? Uh, or is there going to be like, you know, you can pick two two races? So, yeah, I brought that up. Um, I feel like unique races would make it not very competitive. Everybody has to be something different. I had thrown out with Fett and talked about it with Eric. Um, two of each, Max possibly being uh what we would do eric what do you think about that 
Yeah, I agree. I think uh, one, you know, unique races would not be a good situation. Um, realistically, looking at the draft pool size of the teams, really what we're emulating is, you know, a higher tier pack combined with a lower tier pack. So you should be able to have two of every race. And I think that's what we need to stick with. Okay. Yeah, that, that's fine by me. And then the other thing is, uh, did you talk to Cody about uh, us voting in wonders for the for the draft round? Totally not my thing. Freeze needs to answer that or or Fett. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna be honest with you. I thought that I was kind of like a not gonna say a foregone thing, but we had brought it up so many times, and then I forgot who responded to me, Murph or Rio, that it wouldn't be an issue at all to actually do that. I just think uh sorry, I was sitting here looking at my phone. Um it also depends on the number of wonders we'd have in. Somebody had, had mentioned to me about uh having <laughs> having one for every round this round. That seems a little ridiculous. That's that doesn't seem plausible. Seems like too yeah. many. That's 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 ridiculous because you want to have uh, an opportunity to give a reason to war somebody, right? No wonder the great reason. Exactly. Yeah, you want it to be competitive. Uh, also, I do believe that you know, if once we start voting in wonders, the quality of them are going to be a lot better than normal. So, I do believe a lot more wars for wonder will be definitely a thing this round. If we can make that happen, so yeah, pretty so much all your best wonders are going to be in the round. Yeah, so let's say uh, there'll be like six wonders for next round, right? And then let's say that we can get them voted in for on the next pod as well uh, with our draft packs. You know, see if we can get all that done in just one little pod for next week. Yep, that would be nice. I had also mentioned, I don't want to say anything yet, because uh, it might not be a thing. A new wonder. Um, something was brought up about it. I'm going to go more in depth with Fett and others about it. But that might be a thing for the next uh, for the next podcast to talk about. Like a special draft edition wonder? Correct. Ooh, that sounds like one. Fett might yell at me for having... Giving them more work. I will have to see how that works out. And is there anything else you guys want to touch on here uh, before we wrap this one up? Well, <clears throat> could talk about what sort of wonders would be interesting to have in the game. Um, Murphy will obviously be voting for the Astral Panopticon, but there are plenty of other good choices. Ruby is obviously going to be in there probably. Yeah, so what we'll do is we'll have to select three top tier wonders for the tier one, and then three top tier two wonders, I guess, right? Oh, no, all tier ones. <laughs> I don't see why we the couldn't have this. The whole list is available. Well, there's some great <laughs> tier two wonders there, though, right? Like, Well, I mean, they can, whatever they vote on, Just, I was thinking the whole list would be available for voting. Yeah, I mean, I guess we could do that. Because, I mean, there's probably only three wonders that I'd want out of Tier 1 anyway. 
but maybe maybe you can make an argument for a fourth one, you know. So do we get any hints as to what this new wonder is going to be doing? Freezer is a, is a, is it a secret until it's revealed? It's I'll tell you this this much about it. Um so one of the requirements of being a draft captain is you will be the uh, monarch of your realm. Just know that plays something some part into uh the wonder. Interesting. Does it give your monarch a free dragon to ride? No. Nah, nothing as uh, flashy as that. But that's all I'm going to say right now. I don't want to get my hopes up or start having the uh, the hate mail come in. I'm going to ruin the, <laughs> the round with something that might not happen yet. Would it maybe give you uh, extra offensive power against other monarchs? Because if that's the case, I don't really ever need that against Murph. <laughs> you always oh, seem to have enough. I'm tired. <laughs> well, if anybody needs that, it's going to be Eric for the extra defense. So I'll just play a race that doesn't hurt so much to get hit. Yeah, you can always try Undead. Have you played Undead before, Eric? I did it in the last test. So I don't need to do that again. Back to Spirit. Here we go. All right, so I have to go Spirit hunting again next round. Good to know. <laughs> so we'll, we'll have to vote in the High Clerics Tower. All right, so any last thoughts from Eric? Uh, no, I've only been half listening to you guys. I'm going over this uh, list of draftees, trying to figure out what I need to be doing. So nope, nothing here. And Freeze, uh, which draft captain would you like to be drafted by? Uh, doesn't really bother me too much who it is. I have a preference who I don't want to be with. Should sure we not guess that one? Yeah, I think that's a, that's a shoe-in guess right there, isn't it? And Mariz, uh, any last uh Little words of wisdom, little kernels of truth you want to share? If I'm forced to be monarch, I just want to make sure my, my realm's okay if I abandon. <laughs> we need to figure that out. Wait, is this are we talking to Sarmis or Mariz here? I've never seen Mariz abandon anything. No, I, I abandoned uh, my spirit round when uh, that's the one with spirit. Oh. You you don't remember the uh, temple whoring suicidal spirit? Not all fades to black after a while. But I can tell you, I'm uh, definitely gunning for Avetsa for the, for the next draft round here. I will certainly not be drafting him on my team. Why is that? Uh, it probably has something to do with 300 or so Black Ops that I've been receiving. Yeah, I'm sure it's not all from one person. No, it's a collective. And uh, Rio, uh, would you like to share any thoughts? No, I'm just looking forward to the uh, to the next round. It's, uh, I hope it's going to be a lot of fun. So, see how it goes. And the grand finale, Rush. What can you what can you leave us with here, brother? 
Uh, well, I would probably just say thank you to Freeze for organising this. I know it's been a lot of work and Eric as well looks like he's been coordinating stuff too. So thank you guys for sorting this out. It's going to be good. So I'm looking forward to it. Um, and next round, I'm going to build my dream team and just burn some people to the ground. Is this like a Space Jam dream team? Um, I don't think Bugs Bunny is going to feature in my dream team. So who you pick? What was that? But it all depends on who you pick. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. What's up, Doc? <laughs> Sounds like Tarzan plays like Jane. All right. So with that, I'd like to thank everybody for coming in, join us, and getting the first round of picks announced. So it looks like we all have like a lot of work here to do over the next week to kind of get our draft list put together get maybe a veto list put together you know it's gonna be uh it's gonna be a lot of fun and i hope uh you know everything comes together here and i don't know i don't know if we can get everybody on for the next pod all the captains and stuff i'd like that to be the case but you know everybody's busy and shit right like maria's might have to go back to the golf course or the grocery store so we might not have him next week but you know we'll definitely do our best yeah, you need to let Peeber in, though, so he can reschedule his D and D game. We gotta, we gotta just hide his robe and his wizard hat, I guess, eh? just for that week. That's not a thing. Like, that's not how this works. <laughs> that's totally how it works. Can't be hating on the man playing D and D. Okay, so should we have said hide the dice then instead, or? There you go. Gotcha. Now, how many? Okay, how many sides of dice is this though? Is it like a? Six-sided, or is it like a 12-sided? You have multiple. Six, four, three, two, twenty, hundred. There's something called a hundred-sided dice? Are you serious? Yeah, a, percent, a percentile dice, yeah. That sounds like a pretty big dice. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm like, what? what is this, like an atlas stone? I mean, where the hell do you keep yeah, it? It's, it's pretty small. Same, same size as regular dice. Okay. All right. Well, you can't tell me you guys have never seen one. I've, I've the only thing I know about D and D is what I've seen in Stranger Things. Oh my god! Right? That's not. That's not how it works. And I don't think we're not confusing with LARPing, are we? Is that the same thing? We're gonna have to broaden your horizons a little bit. Different thing, Murph, but the same people. <laughs> gotcha. So the Saturdays is the D and D, and the Sundays is the LARP. Is that is that kind of how it goes? One's an appy, one's the main uh, the main entree. All right. So with that, we'll put a pin in it, and uh, we'll see you here back next week for an action-packed pod. And we'll get all the draft teams announced, and hopefully we can announce the wonders and do a couple other fun things and maybe even announce the round winner because it's pretty much coming down to it here that, you know, if things don't shape up, then the like is sitting in a nice spot. So we'll have to see. But other than that, thank you everybody. And uh, we'll catch you the next one guys.